Why recite Qur'an with tortil in the night? Because Allah says, إِنَّا سَنُلْقِي عَلَيْكَ قَوْلًا ثَقِيلًا Indeed, we will cast upon you a qawl, a statement, a word that is thaqil, that is heavy. We are going to deliver to you a very heavy word. What is that heavy word? It's the Qur'an. Meaning more Qur'an is coming. Remember, the Qur'an was given to the Prophet ﷺ gradually, in parts. So he was told to review and remain connected with what he had received so far as he was receiving more revelation. Because like I mentioned earlier, it's very easy to forget what you have learned previously because you are learning new information. So, إِنَّا سَنُلْقِي عَلَيْكَ قَوْلًا ثَقِيلًا So don't forget what you have learned so far. And what this also means is that you are receiving the Qur'an which is very heavy. And to carry something heavy, what do you need? What do you need? Strength. You see, he was muzzammil. Right? He was sleeping. He was seeking comfort in his bed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that إِنَّا سَنُلْقِي عَلَيْكَ قَوْلًا ثَقِيلًا You have a heavy responsibility. And to get that strength, to carry that responsibility, don't keep sleeping. Build that strength. Build that strength. You know, for example, if you're feeling tired, one is that you say, I'm going to go take a nap for like three hours. Is that going to make you stronger? No. What's going to make you stronger? If you go for a walk, if you go for a swim, if you go exercise even for half an hour, what will happen to you? You'll be full of energy. And if you go sleep for three hours, will you wake up full of energy? No. No way. You'll be groggy, more lazy, more tired. But if you exercise, you will build strength. Correct? So even to carry the Qur'an, you have to build strength, endurance. How do you do that? How will you build it? With the night prayer. That's your workout, your spiritual workout. When you spend your time with the Qur'an, in prayer, reciting with tartil. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the Qur'an as qawlan thaqila. What does this mean? How is the Qur'an heavy? Literally it is heavy. When the Prophet ﷺ received revelation, would he feel its weight, its heaviness? Yes. In Surah Al-Hashr, Ayah 21, Allah says, لَوْ أَنزَلْنَا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ عَلَى جَبَلٍ لَرَأَيْتَهُ خَاشِعًا مُتَصَدِّعًا Even a mountain could not bear the weight of the Qur'an. In a hadith we learn, Asma' bint Yazid, she said, that when Surah Al-Ma'idah was revealed upon the Prophet ﷺ, I was holding the rope of his camel. So she was holding the rope of the camel that the Prophet ﷺ was sitting on. And Surah Al-Ma'idah was revealed upon him at that time when he was riding that camel. She said, from the pressure of the wahi, I felt that the front leg of the camel would break. She could hear the sounds coming from the front legs of the camel. You know when something is like, overburdened and you feel like it's going to snap any second, that's how the legs of the camel were. 
Zayd bin Sabit radiallahu anhu said, I used to write the wahi for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Meaning whenever Jibreel would bring revelation, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa would call me, I would bring my pen, my ink, and he would recite to me, and I would write it. And he said, that when wahi would come to him, he would shiver and sweat like beads of pearl would trickle down the side of his head. Sweat just like pearls would trickle. Imagine. Then when the state would subside, I would go to him with a branch of date palm because it's wide, right? He said, I would take that to him and he would dictate the wahi to me and I would write it. And I would not finish writing except that from the heaviness, I would feel my leg would break. And I would feel that I'd never be able to walk with that leg ever again. This is who? Zayd radiallahu anhu writing the wahi as it was revealed on the Prophet ﷺ, written for the first time. And what does he feel? That his leg would break. Even he would feel the pressure. إِنَّا سَنُلْقِي عَلَيْكَ قَوْلًا ثَقِيلًا It's a heavy word because it's the word of Allah. And to carry it, to retain it, you have to build some strength. But what happens to us? We say, oh, I'm getting bored. I'm getting tired. We find it heavy in a different way. Heavy as in burdensome, something that we don't have patience for anymore. We're getting bored and tired of, that we don't enjoy it. It is awlan thaqila, but we have to experience the right kind of weight. Not out of boredom and exhaustion, but out of realization of its seriousness and its importance. Inna sanulqi alayka qawlan thaqila. It's qawlan thaqil in another way also. That the contents of it, I mean really, what is expected of us is something very serious. And if we really want to bring the Qur'an in our lives, it's a heavy responsibility. It's a very difficult change. Makes us uncomfortable. Qawlan thaqil. Hassan al-Basri said that amal is heavy. It's obligations and ahkam. The commands are heavy, serious. And it will be heavy in the mizan on the day of judgment for those who recite it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has facilitated it. وَلَقَدْ يَسَّرْنَا الْقُرْآنَ لِلذِّكْرِ فَهَلْ مِنْ Allah says, indeed, the nashi'ah of the night. Nashi'ah, noon, sheen, hamza. Nash is to rise, to emerge. Insha'ah. Insha'ah. What does it mean? To make something grow. Because as it grows, it goes upwards. Right? So, nashi'ah, the word nashi'ah is used for waking up after sleeping. Rising after sleeping. So when you wake up basically, what do you do? You get up. You were laying down. Now you are sitting up. You're standing up. So nashi'ata layl meaning qiyam al-layl. Waking up in the night and praying in the night. In the hours of the night. Here it is ashaddu wat'an. It is more effective, it is more powerful. For what? For wat'an. What is wat? It has two meanings. Firstly, wat, wa'ta, hamza, wata'a is to trample something under one's feet. وَلَا يَطَعُونَ مَوْطِئًا In Surah Tawbah we learn. So wat is to trample something under one's feet. So the night prayer, getting up in the night and praying, this is more effective 
for trampling something. Trampling what? The nafs. Meaning if you want to fix yourself, then the best way is that you make yourself pray in the night. It's the most effective way of squashing oneself, of correcting oneself. Because when you will wake up in the night, you are controlling your sleep. When you wake up in the night, you are controlling your desire. You're weakening your nafs. You're weakening your desire. And when you will weaken your desire, your ego, then what will happen? You will be able to lead your nafs instead of your nafs leading you. When your nafs says, oh sleep, sleep, ten more minutes, half an hour more, it's okay, take it easy. What is getting stronger? Your nafs is getting stronger. But when you tell your nafs, no, get up right now. When you refuse your nafs, you are weakening it. And when you will weaken it, you'll be able to lead it in the day also. So here, أَشَدُّ وَطْأَنْ It is far more effective in in training the nafs, squashing it. Yes. When we were doing the course, every time teacher used to say, get up in the morning and recite Quran. And recitation will be okay and you will memorize it. I was surprised for the whole term that why in the morning? Because I'm more active at, at this time. So one day I said, okay, it was weekend. I said, let's try. Why everybody is saying, get up in the morning and you know, do that. So one day on weekends there was nobody in the house. And I was learning recitation also. So I get up and I closed my door and I recited loudly. From that day I came to know there are so many veins have been activated in me. And I started, I love recitation. I was learning all the same time. And all my diseases of physically, of course it was removed. But spiritually I was yes. feeling like anything. Yes, because you see when you tell yourself no, no more sleep, then when you're angry and you open up your mouth and say things that are inappropriate, you can say no to yourself at that time also. Last year I noticed my daughter, she's sitting here too, she's listening. Last year what happened, like, uh, you know, she was reading Quran in the evening and most of the time, you know, when she wakes up after Fajr, she missed her, you know, bus transits and she used to take, you know, two transits for school, right? And, you know, I discussed with her Quran teacher, she said, um, tell her to read Quran after Fajr. But Alhamdulillah, now she's regular. <laughs> she manages it. She reads Quran and pray Fajr also. And if I am not wrong, she missed her, you know, bus only once. Alhamdulillah. So, you know, this is why they say that if you can't conquer yourself at Fajr time, then what shaitan are you going to conquer and what great things are you going to do? Right? So your first challenge is to say no to yourself. And when you want to keep sleeping, you say no. And if you can overcome yourself at that time, then you can overcome yourself throughout the day. Assalamu alaikum. I've been listening to students who do hivs for, I don't know, maybe two, three years. And I noticed that most of them, they don't understand anything and they're just doing it in a mechanical way. So just to get them interested, I always, you know, start to tell them a little bit of tafsir and I tell them, read the meaning before you memorize. And among the older ladies, there's just one person now who, mashallah, understands. And because she understands, she memorizes very less. Sometimes she'll be reading one ayah and she'll just be weeping. And she'll come to me and say, see what this ayah says, see what this ayah says. I mean, then I wonder how come the others, they're not affected. For them it's just like 
and especially after the hips is done to retain is so difficult because you know when they're doing hips they have that eagerness oh i want to do another page i want to do another page and then after keeping it is the most difficult thing may allah help all of us to retain what we are studying see even when it comes to learning the meaning of the quran if you don't review it you will forget it you will you know just because you passed a test got an 80% on one test doesn't mean you keep it forever no you can forget it very easily so you have to review assalamu alaikum right now because the night comes so quickly right and sunset it's so early i notice my family is going to bed much much earlier than they normally do and i just realized just as a reminder that it's so easy for us to now wake up even half hour early or one hour early many times i notice that if i don't wake up wake up just for fajr those are the times we wake up for school or university or work or getting the kids ready for school anyway so i just remind even if we're going back an hour tomorrow it's so easy now so if you start now then you can get into the habit for when summer comes and it's going to be harder so the faster you take that chance the easier it is yes That reminds me of the hadith where the Prophet says that the winter is a, a good time for the believer because the nights are long and uh, the days are short so we can wake up for prayer at the night and we can fast in the day, inshallah. Was that the statement of one of the scholars? Yeah. yeah. But it is true. I mean, the statement is true that winter is the best season for the believer because the days are short, you can make up your fast, the nights are long. You can pray at least a third of the night, right? So, إِنَّ نَاشِئَةَ اللَّيْلِ هِيَ أَشَدُّ وَطْأَنْ أَشَدُّ وَطْأَنْ You want to squash your nafs? There are some challenges you're facing with yourself, some bad habits you have. What do you do? How do you discipline yourself? The best way to discipline yourself is to make yourself wake up in the night and pray the hajjud. And you know what? If you cannot wake up for tahajjud, then what does it mean? What does it mean? Your nafs is out of control. Not every day, but at least sometimes. You know, some people, they have a habit of praying tahajjud regularly. Okay, we may not be amongst them. But we need to ask ourselves that how, when is the last time that I prayed qiyamul layl? And if I cannot even remember when I last prayed Qiyamul Layl, then my nafs is seriously out of control. There's a big problem. إِنَّ نَاشِئَةَ اللَّيْلِ هِيَ أَشَدُّ وَطْأً Another meaning of the word muwatat is basically muwafaqah of the mind and ear. Meaning concurrence of what a person is listening to and what he's thinking of. So when basically heart and tongue are in sync. They're in sync. Meaning, what you're saying, you can understand. What you're hearing, you can understand. You're thinking about it. You're reflecting over it. So the night prayer is better for what? Meaning better for focus and comprehension. And isn't it so? Because during the day, what will happen? There are disturbances. Many disturbances. And in the night, there aren't disturbances. So you can really focus. Another benefit, that the night prayer is aqwa muqila. Aqwa, more suitable. For what? For qil, for words. 
more suitable for words. Which words? The words of prayer, the words of dua, the words of istighfar, the words of recitation. Meaning if you recite in the night and pray in the night and beg Allah in the night, it will be more aqwam. Aqwam as in it will be more sincere. And it will be more focused and more meaningful. And really during the day what happens? You're making dua and you know you can be disturbed any second. Isn't it? So out of that fear that somebody's going to come interrupt you, what do you do? You don't even make dua in the first place. Or you shorten it. You know what I mean? But in the night, who's going to bother you? I mean, some people, they don't even get time in the night. It's understandable because they have babies or whatnot. But still, aqwa muqila. It's more focused, meaningful recitation. So the silence and peace of the night allow you to focus on what you're reading. Concentration is better. Devotion is more intense in the night. So from this ayah, what do we learn? The night prayer is best for self-reform. It is best for understanding and reflecting upon the Qur'an. It is best for performing sincere private worship. It is best for making dua. Aqwa muqila. The Prophet ﷺ said, the most excellent fast after Ramadan is in Allah's month Muharram. And the most excellent prayer after what is prescribed is prayer during the night. He also said, hold fast to Qiyamul Layl, for it is the practice of the righteous before you. It is a means of nearness to Allah, a means of prevention from sin, an expiation for bad deeds. And even a barrier for the body against disease. This is a hadith in a tirmidhi. So even for physical strength, for physical health. Because if you can wake up in the night, what does it mean? Your life is in order. Isn't it? Because if you're not able to wake up in the night, that means you're eating wrong, you're not exercising, you're just too stressed out because you're not working properly. Isn't it? So how do you break that horrible cycle? Where do you start change from? You begin with the night prayer. Make yourself get up in the night. And even there is reward for intention. The Prophet ﷺ said, whoever goes to bed intending to wake up and, and pray during the night, but is overwhelmed by sleep until morning comes, then what he intended will be recorded for him. But this doesn't mean that we go to sleep thinking, oh, it's okay if I don't wake up. No, that was not firm intention. Okay? إِنَّ لَكَ فِي النَّهَارِ سَبْحًا Why make time for this recitation during the night? Why not just do it during the day? Like spend two hours or one hour, you know, with focused recitation, reflecting. Why not make time for during the day? Why make time in the night? Because you have in the day سَبْحًا طَوِيلًا Sabh occupation, that is طَوِيل, that is long. Sabh is basically to swim, Right? You've got long laps to swim. You've got too much work to do during the day. It's never-ending work, one lap after another. So you won't get a chance to recite without interruptions and distractions. And really, if you think about it, when is it that if you tell yourself, I'll recite sometime during the day, when is that time going to be? It won't happen. You have to make time either first thing in the morning after Fajr, and even that is, these days especially, it won't work. 
Right? Because after Fajr is what? Time for you to get up, to get ready for work, for school, etc., etc. So you have never-ending work. So are you going to miss out the opportunity to spend time with the Qur'an day after day? And you're going to say, Oh, I didn't get time today. Oh, I didn't get time today. I didn't get time today. Are you going to continue like this? You have to make time. And that time is not going to fall from somewhere in your lap. You have to make time for it in the night. إِنَّ لَكَ فِي النَّهَارِ سَبْحًا طَوِيلًا وَذْكُرِ اسْمَ رَبِّكَ وَتَبَتَّلْ إِلَيْهِ تَبْتِيلًا And remember the name of your Lord and devote yourself to Him with complete devotion. تَبَتُّلْ بَاتَالَامْ is to cut off from everything and everyone and just focus, devote yourself to your Lord. You know, Maryam, she was called Batul. Why? Because she devoted herself entirely for who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when it's time to worship, then become a stranger to the people. And in the night, you can do that. You can pour out your heart before Allah. You can do dhikr, you can do tasbih, you can make dua, istighfar with complete focus. So aren't you going to take advantage of that? Are you? Make the intention. Make the intention. And if it's difficult, ask Allah to help you. That, oh Allah, the nights are long. Give me tawfiq to wake up and worship you. Give some sadaqah today so that you can wake up tonight. Recite your adhkar before going to sleep so that you can wake up in the night. We will listen to the recitation. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Ya ayyuhal muzzammil Qumil layla illa qalila Nisfahu awin qus minhu qalila Awzid alayhi wa rattilil qur'ana tartila إِنَّا سَنُلْقِي عَلَيْكَ قَوْلًا ثَقِيلًا إِنَّ نَاشِئَةَ اللَّيْلِ هِيَ أَشَدُّ وَطَأً وَأَقْوَمُ قِيلًا إِنَّ لَكَ فِي النَّهَارِ سَبْحًا طَوِيلًا وَاذْكُرِ اسْمَ رَبِّكَ وَتَبَتَّلْ إِلَيْهِ تَبَتِيلًا 